Hi everybody, what's going down? I have a real good one for you today, I think. Uh, better vibes than yesterday. Sorry for being a little uh, melancholy yesterday. Sometimes I feel a bit of a, of a burden that uh, my wife uh, helps me with tremendously. And I want to uh, discuss that in a little bit, but today, yeah, first someone made this for me. I want you to be fruitful and multiply. Yes. Today's episode is, hang on, look at that again. I don't know who made it, but uh, I like it a lot. Anyway, today's episode is 755, An Idiot's Guide to Ruling the World, The Importance of Women, and Lessons from Gary the Goat. Um, I'm not going to lie, man. Sometimes it does get a little uh, burdensome. It's the cross I have to bear that for whatever reason, I understand how to rule the world. <laughs> like... Uh, Social engineering and psyops and how people are manipulatable and what rulers actually have to go through and how they do it, uh, I see as clear as day. Most people don't. I was talking to Jim Bob about it yesterday. He was like, yeah, but you know, you're given that for a reason. You know, the good news is um, there's got to be a reason I know this stuff. And I think it's because... Um, you know, God granted me this uh, insight because I wouldn't use it for nefarious reasons and I can maybe explain it to people well. Uh, and if I forget to have a good time while I'm doing it or just enjoy it and enjoy the process and just take it as my thing, that it's my thing that I have to do, then everything good will come from it. And if I just get um, weird and melancholy, nothing good will come from it. So... That's why um, it's so important having a good woman in your life because what appears to be nonsense talk, no offense ladies, but sometimes, uh, <laughs> but sometimes uh, the way women talk and what women are, are uh, interested in to a lot of men just sounds like nonsense, but it isn't nonsense. It's what they're interested in, which is like day-to-day -day details that Gravy machines like me and a lot of you might think as mundane, you know, where it's like, uh, you know, did you check on the parsley? I don't even know. But it's so important because when I, I know a lot of mas men, a lot of masculine energy will start uh, looking at all the things that make the world run and just these real big, heavy ideas. And I was just real quiet yesterday which uh, made Amy a little, she was like, are you okay? And I was just like, yeah, you know, uh, to see how these spells work and have people not see them, it's just like, can be a little, uh, a little heavy. And then she came over later, like, and it was just like, it's just so great that they're ending though. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, what a great time to be alive. And I'm like, totally. And so, for all of the nonsense talk that you think is nonsense talk, in reality, they're just so grounded that they can see the objective reality of a situation a lot better than some um, than men can naturally. You know, there's a lot of things that men are, are more suited for than women, and women are more suited for for men. But without a good woman who can just kind of get you back on the ground and be like. It's clear, like, this is great. I, I mean, I, I could easily be, 
That's the irony about a lot of the the, narr- the false narratives people paint about me. I never would would be like violent or a drug addict or anything like that. I could see myself just being kind of cynical and, and like alone without a good woman, you know, without Amy. Amy's like my angel, for real. And I'm not a cuck like Jordan Peterson who needs like a wife handler, but like without her perspective on some of these things, things can get gloomy. But with her perspective, it's like, like when you put it into the practical reality of a mother, it's great. She's right. It's a great time to be alive. Yeah, so today I thought I'd do what I'm uh, clearly on this planet to do, not planet, whatever. And that's explain to people how the rulers of the world can rule the world. For whatever reason, I completely understand it. We're going to talk about AIDS. We're going to talk about my goat, Gary. We're going to talk about uh, running a manor as a microcosm for ruling the world. Focus on the good stuff. Yeah, but it's, it's still, it's all good though. Like even... The spells ending, even the weird clown world we're in right now, it's not that we have to like hide and just pretend that every, that just focus on the little part that's good. It's like it, overall it is good. And usually I'm good at that, but um, without Amy, I was getting a little, you know, it's like the, the pandemic fear stuff was just so obvious that I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm good today. Anyway, we came to believe nothing. All right. So anyway. Let's start things off with a little lesson from Gary the Goat. I have about 12 female goats, one uh, ball-intact male goat named Chad, one eunuch named Nick that hangs out with Chad. They're, they have a good thing going on. And then old Gary the Goat. Gary has been uh, ball, testicle removed, and I've uh, had him since, he was, since I was feeding him from a bottle. Gary just hangs out with like 12 females all day. Can't be Chad. He can't have any kids. Um, you know, he's a good hearted goat. I like him a lot, but he doesn't really have any, any purpose other than just being a cool goat. Um, so lately I I caught the tail end of this. He jumped over this, my new gate that I just put in that was taller five times as I'm trying to just milk. And he's just like, nah, give me some grain. Good vibes. Not being a mean about it, but you can tell Gary doesn't, he knows he has nothing to lose and he wants grain. He's watching the women all day long, just just nibbling on grain as I casually, you know, uh, take the milk. And Gary's like, I want some grain. And I think as the months have rolled by, he sees that because he doesn't have testicles, he'll never uh, be a pumper like Chad. That's why Chad doesn't jump the fence. He knows his role. And because he doesn't have uh, teats, he'll never get the grain because of the milk. So he decided, you know what, I'm just going to hurl my body over the gate and just grab as much grain as I can. I don't care anymore. So here's just, I I tried to record it for you guys. I just got the tail end of one of his failures. Like, watch this. (laughs) And I think he's the one who keeps knocking the door off. Nothing else really happens, but he's looking at me like, Dude, I don't care. You took my balls. I'm going to get some grain. Okay. Now, um, why is he doing this? Because why not? And he's almost looking at me like, hey, man, I saw you not put down that three-horned goat. You actually gave her her own pasture because you kind of felt for, for old Tubi the goat. So you're not going to do anything. 
So I'm just going to try and grab your, your grain. Okay, this is all a microcosm for how the world functions. I am the king of Versa Manor. I have serfs. They're called goats. I have a queen. She's named Amy. I have princes, Charlie and Walter. I have all kinds of management that I have to do all day long. And this is some of that ancient homespun knowledge that is really, that, that was obviously, that was very obvious to people for so long that a lot of people have forgotten. Ruling the world is very hard when it, because of um, empathy. That's why I'm a bravo, not an alpha. I'm very aware of all this stuff. I am a great leader, strong, commanding, people follow what I do, but I have too much empathy to be an, an alpha. I would be a liability as an alpha. That's why my best uh, role in life is to pass on the, uh, you know, the plan of the alpha in a commanding way, but with enough humanity in it because of my natural humanity that uh, people can understand and follow it. That's, it's literally my personality type. The right move would just be to put Tubi in the ground. <clears throat> uh, she probably has some weird disease. She, she can't give milk. I give her hay every day. She has her own little field, but I'm not because I like to be. That is, uh, you know, and so now Gary sees that I, that uh, execution is off the table. So now Gary is getting a little restless. Do you understand how, what population control means? Okay, let's say you have a, hypothetically in a country, you have, a pop, you have 30 million extra males and they will never have a wife uh, they will never be grounded in society like a lot of us. They don't have the same um, motivations or deterrence like family men. That, that's why when there's too many men in a population, the rulers get very uncomfortable. And that's why they have to do some crazy stuff sometimes. Because too many Gary the Goats, and there's something called a coup d'etat. The females won't jump the fence. Why would they? They get grain. Here's another insight, and then I'll explain how population uh, kill-offs work, what AIDS is, all this stuff. How they can actually do it, how they can't. It's very hard. Very hard. China has that problem. A lot of countries have had that problem. And it's, um, you know, and that's why I'm not going to get into specifics because I don't want to uh, make this political or anything. But I'm just trying to describe to you what ruling the world would actually look like and how little empathy you have to possess in order to actually do it at all, or else you would be overthrown and Gary the goat would jump the fence. If you have, that's why uh, rule of, uh, the law of God is so important because you have to have a code outside of the man to follow. So when things get harsh and people do things that have to be done, it isn't, it doesn't feel like tyranny. You know, that's why the, Secular tyranny can seem so much crazier because the right move would be uh, to put down Tubi the goat. I know that. Everyone knows that. Tubi's still here. I think Tubi is, a, is some sort of weird mystical creature. I get it. I'm, I have a little too much empathy. I get it. And this is in a time when men are drowning in empathy. I appear to be cold in a lot of ways because I don't follow victim culture. I don't care about feelings when I'm describing stuff. Uh, I face tough realities and people are like, wow, wow, what an alpha. He's so, he's so cold and calculating. No, in, in actual reality, I'm the type of guy to be like, but it's Tubi. And so Gary the Goat is in a position where logically 
He has nothing to lose. Why wouldn't he just try and jump the fence and get some grain? The deterrent isn't there, and he's not going to get grain any other way. You understand this is a microcosm for all of it, right? So I'm not going to try and break down any reason for why the controllers have done or the elites have done uh, some of these things, but I'll try and break down how a kill-off works. Again, I know I'm burdened with this information. Trust me, I don't want to understand this, but I do, so I'm going to make the best of it and try to explain it to people. How plagues actually work. Um, how the best, you know the best chemical weapon of all time? Uh, cortisol. Okay, if you're actually a ruler, right? I oddly understand how to control the world. I Whatever. You have to think uh, supply chains. You have to think efficiency. You have to think all this stuff. You have to think what's the best way to get this chemical or this effect into a person. Um, there's, there's a chemical called cortisol in your brain, in your, in your body, that's released when you're afraid or angry. So if they figure out a vector, which is media, to get that chemical released on cue, that would work better than all the aerosol jets and all the food and all the, all the, all the, all the, in the entire world. That's how it's done. The best vectors for plagues are always animals. Fleas, mice, rats. There's plagues, guys. When I say that Corona, when I was talking about Corona and how it's all just a mind warp, still getting emails of like, but the 5G turns on the Corona. Blah, blah. It's like, guys, please just study some, some of this. I, and I get it. I'm not upset. I'm not mad. This is my skill set. It's dark. I'm glad you guys don't understand it. Truly. Uh, because maybe in your world, it's a, a cheerier it's a cheerier world. I don't know. I'm not going to be upset that everybody can't understand how the psychopathic elite control the world. That's my burden. And I have a unique uh, set of circumstances where I'm good at explaining it to people. Not to overthrow anybody, because trust me, you don't want to be them. Um, just how to survive it and how it works. And how insanely hard it is to kill people. Okay. And... Before we get started here, <laughs> class is in session. You know, this is a college, but for uh, things that are actually very useful. Um, don't act like this is so out of your worldview. It's really easy to just look at Hollywood and look at uh, governments and look at banking interests and all that and just be like, these monsters, how could they... How could they try and, and break the family? Look at them. They're hijacking our free will, all this stuff. I get it. I feel it's monstr monstrous also, but you're not as far away from it as you think. Let me give you an example. Okay, womanizers. I remember watching a um, sh uh, show on HBO or MTV or something about these like womanizers because they were like, they read the book The Game or something. And I remember the only thing I remembered uh, specifically was they wore a big ridiculous hat. You know, they're like, if you wear, it's called peacocking. If you wear a big hat, women notice it. And then there's something called negging, where if you insult a girl, it gets their attention. And, and then they uh, are more interested in you. It establishes uh, social dominance, yada, yada, yada. Uh, uh, a guy like my friend Roosh became famous for this. He understood how to hijack a woman's will. Negging, for example, is a way to hijack a woman's insecurity so that she seeks approval from you. Once you have her in that position, 
you have um, a much better opportunity to have sex with her. Wearing a giant ridiculous hat hijacks a woman's um, instinct that you are some kind of leader or wealthy because it's the peacock effect. If you have extra calories for nonsense, it means that you're a better provider, yada, yada, yada. What you're basically doing, and listen, most men, that's an extreme example, but look at women wearing lipstick. Lipstick hijacks a man's instinct that you are sexually aroused. Women wearing a bra that shows off their breasts hijacks a man's instinct, makes them more sexually aroused because it appears you can feed more children. That's social engineering, guys. It's the exact same thing as everything we're about to discuss. And if you think sex with a woman, it is much better than uh, genocide, obviously, but women have been really hurt about that. Men have been really hurt over that. Like if a woman, you know, manipulates a man with uh, sex at like sex signifiers and all this stuff, and um, you know, gets his resources and manipulates, like that can really damage a man. Same with um, a woman. If you get a woman who didn't want to have sex with a stranger to consent and have sex with you, and then you don't, uh, you know respond in any way causes a lot of emotional problems so these are the things that people a lot of people have no problem with they're like yeah you're just trying to you dress for the job you want not the one you have even something that simple is social engineering i understand it so well it's absurd that's one reason why i loathe the people who manipulate um manipulate for personal uh gain when they know what the, that the person wouldn't have wanted to anyway. You develop a cynicism, you develop uh, an attitude that people are stupid and they're getting what uh, they deserve, which there's a little truth to that, a little bit, but in reality, it's uh, you're, you're a hacker, you're a, you're a human hacker, you're a mind hacker. And so um, it's a lot more, it's a lot more close to us than we wanna believe. And so Hollywood is the conditioner. Let me just give you an example of something from uh, the coronavirus. And then we'll talk about AIDS. This is a Dean Koontz novel. Some people sent me this. Um, Makes perfect sense for how to rule the world, but a lot of people misunderstood this. So Dean Koontz wrote this book. They call this stuff Wuhan 400 because it was developed at their RDNA labs outside the city of Wuhan. And it was the 400th Visible strain of man-made microorganisms created at Wuhan is a perfect weapon. But they're like, they, they told us they're revealing their hand, Big Bear. They, 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 no, that's programming. This is social engineering 101. Every part of it makes logical sense. So now instead of talking about Corona, because um, people are still very triggered and they'll be like, but you don't understand. Wuhan is the only place with 5G. They've injected it. No, let's talk about AIDS. Because AIDS has been done for a while now, so uh, it's much easier to describe. AIDS makes no sense. So it's and it's very similar. You get something called HIV from sodomy, and if uh, from the sodomy, HIV shows no symptoms for a while. It lays dormant, and you can get tested for HIV, and they tell you you have HIV, and then out of nowhere. HIV will develop into the deadly virus AIDS. Or no, the HIV virus becomes AIDS, which is an autoimmune shutdown. Okay, so all these homosexuals were going in and getting tested for HIV. They felt fine. You know, they were probably a little uh, worn out by all the sodomy and the, um, and the amyl nitrates from last night's uh, 
last night's uh, bathhouse bender, and then somehow you get the uh, you get the, the you get the bad news. It's a it's a death sentence. HIV, you're gonna die. Eventually, you're gonna get you're gonna get AIDS. Okay, the general population finds that all very weird. It's the same with school shootings. That's why they had to make uh, Jeremy, the song by Pearl Jam, make the video. Jeremy spoke in class today, shot everybody. Uh, there had never been a school shooting when that video was made. Why this? Because you have to plant the memory in your mind before they roll out the, uh, the genocide. Genocide is extremely hard. I know I sound sociopathic, guys. I get it, but this is my burden. Let's just roll with it. Heroin AIDS is the best. There's no such thing as AIDS. There's no such thing as HIV. I don't care if you're triggered. Okay, I got an email. Um, oh man, I, I couldn't find it. Maybe I can find it on my phone. It's one of the reasons I wanted to. Uh... Oh, and by the way, 99% of people, even in the medical field, are not aware of this fact. One of the reasons that my uh, specific set of skills and knowledge is uh, a burden is because um, not a lot of people can see these things because they're not capable of understanding how someone ha would have to rule the world or how human engineering works. Wizardry, spell casting, I don't, I don't want to know all this. I do, so let's enjoy it. <laughs> all right, hang on a second. So, uh, AIDS gravy from, all right. Logo Spirit Bear here. I was gonna write you a letter on this, but I couldn't figure out how to write it without sounding like I was shilling. Oh, he's talking about something else. I helped start a hemp CBD uh, company, yada, yada. The other day, a gentleman who claims to be diagnosed with AIDS and claims to be treated by one of those doctors who first discovered AIDS wrote us telling how he recently abandoned all treatment for exclusive uh, hemp-derived CBD. Allegedly, he was on death's door, but now his C-cell counts uh, continues to stabilize and his doctors are flabbergasted. Do I think CBD is great? Sure, but that's not what, what shined through to me. I share your thoughts on how AIDS is fake. It's obviously a spell. All right. I'll explain how it happens, but just just to ladle a little gravy so you understand where I'm going with this, AZT was, was the thing that was killing people. I've gotten tons of letters about people who have had relatives die of AIDS and stuff. It was the AZT. It was the cure was AIDS. And that makes people think I'm crazy and makes people think um, all this stuff because they can't conceive of people being that cold. It's the same concept of Joaquin Phoenix not understanding cow slaughter. It's logical as the day is long. It's not, and one of the, one of the reasons that uh, people have this uh, view of serial killers and psychopaths is because of Hollywood, because of television, because of um, Jeffrey Dahmer, all this stuff. Psychopathy is the ruling elite's weapon. They don't feel what you feel when it comes to uh, killing people. It's so similar to how natural it is for us to understand uh, chicken slaughter. Like in the homesteading world that I live in, you do get very used to the cycle of life. And, you know, you slaughter a chicken, you eat the chicken. I'm not super into it because I lived a, a fancy boy life for several decades, but there's no difference. Yes, there's a difference that humans have souls. We're a that, that's why this is psychopathy. But when you're managing, when you're a farmer of people, this is what they do. There is no logic whatsoever 
arguing for the existence of AIDS. None. It doesn't exist. And the reason people are so triggered and so fired up is because of the programming, because they, they think that somehow I'm the one offending people because how dare you? I saw the AIDS quilt. Are you seeing it yet? The AIDS quilt was part of the conditioning because it put it in your mind. It was an emotional trigger. It made you connect to the victims. Did people die? Yeah. Why? I have some theories. When they're about to roll out the homosexual agenda, they had to get rid of the filth. That's my theory, but I'll explain to you how this all worked. So how do you condition a population to accept AIDS? And why do they have to do this? Because they can't just kill people. It's crazy hard. Think about how many people are still saying his name was Seth Rich. Okay? Think about how many people would react to mass slaughter. If it wasn't uh, the person's choice or it wasn't hidden very, very sneakily. That's why someone like me is so incredibly censored because I help people see through how they're murdered. Because the, it's the, uh, the shadowy element of it is the entire engine. Okay, let, so let's talk AIDS. Puck on the real world first introduced AIDS to the world. So AIDS, I remember when I was in elementary school, they canceled recess for a month because they didn't want us to get AIDS. Sound familiar? Coronavirus? They, and, and someone like me who said, um, I, I think I'll be okay. I, I was always like that because I was raised by my mom, low fear porn uh, tolerance. And, and the, the how dare you, how dare you, you could infect your friend and we could all be dead. I'm dead serious. If you bleed on the, on the, on the park, that's why I have this knowledge, guys. I just, I think I'm so capable of understanding statistics, human nature, and engineering that it's so alien to me to be scared of something like that, that so I'm doing what, what I can only do with this talent set, explain it to you guys. Because it's not fun having 80% of the population, including truthers, all these people being, how dare you, not, uh, 5G is going to destroy your testicles. I'm like, dude, the how dare you people, it's, it, it is, it's a burden, but that's why you guys are here. I get it. It's a blessing. If I, if I can uh, see good in, in my skill set and how I can explain it to people, I will get blessings because that's the pattern I've seen in my life. AIDS fear was a huge spell in the 80s and 90s. It still is. It's a brand. This is how you brand a genocide. Then you can rebrand it in Africa. Then you can rebrand it here and rebrand it there. Even when all the symptoms and setups are completely different, it doesn't matter. You've already branded your genocide. It's fascinating stuff. It's a skill. It's pretty difficult. And most people have no idea it's even possible. So then you have the movie Philadelphia, where um, people, emotion, emotion is the key to all of this. That's why stoicism, that's why um, Jesus' teachings are so important. Because if you don't understand how to disconnect, be in the world and not of it, they will get you. And, it, and you have to engage. That's how all this stuff works. All right, so the movie Philadelphia showed you what, what the, 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 the personal side of AIDS, you know? And then you had Magic Johnson, which, were, which his name literally means magical penis. Magic Johnson, great branding. He got AIDS, so anyone can be affected, right? But see, then the next thing was how long he lasted. It was because he's, he's rich, he could get even better drugs. Just, just wait. Then you have Arthur Ashe. You know, another, another emotional trigger. A lot of these people, um, you know, a lot of these celebrities, it's like 
they use them because that, this is why idol worship is so bad. If you worship these people and then they, they, get, they fake give them AIDS. Um, and dude, the, Magic Johnson may have thought he had AIDS. I have no idea. I'm just telling you how this all works. I don't care. I, I'm friends with Magic Johnson. He really, he may think he has AIDS. Very few people know this shit. That's why sometimes I, I get sad. <laughs> okay. So then the, the rollout of the homosexual um, world was, you know, you got the people versus Harvey Milk. You know, it was, uh, it was the hero was the one standing up for uh, gay sex sodomy. Uh, Brokeback Mountain. You know, if only society would let them love each other, they would be healthy and stable. Uh, the AIDS quilt was something visceral. It went to all the schools. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. Programming, programming, programming. When I was in elementary school, the AIDS programming was insane. And this is the thing. They made it around sodomy uh, so that everybody, in a very subtle, soft way, felt they kind of deserved it. Even if they're like, oh my God, I feel for the gays. It gave you empathy for the gays. It gave you, and then also all these Broadway people were dropping dead. Did they really die? Oh yeah. But they had to choose it. They had, they had to fight to get their poison. I'll explain. Why, I, have, I don't know why the ruling elite did it specifically. I have some theories. I think that they knew that they were at that time of the game plan where they had to normalize homosexuality to help break the family. And they, and they do this not because they're just evil, just like Joaquin Phoenix thinks that people kill cows out of evil. It's their job. It's their craft. They're literally human farmers. And if they didn't do this, they would all be overthrown and killed because that's what happens over and over and over in history. It don't envy the elites. It's, it's, it, it's, they ha that's why they're so satanically abusive to their children because if they don't break their soul, they can't do this job because this is necessary in order for them to keep power. It's nuts. That's why um, I'm so happy that Amy, I'm with such a good woman who says, it's a great time to be alive, the spells are breaking because I know the darkness, uh, but the world is beautiful and great and it's really awesome that people are, are getting to understand these things now. So anyway, let me just explain AIDS. So um, the gay lifestyle historically has been disgusting. You know, the only reason that homosexuality was uh, accepted was because of, you know, uh, Hollywood and all this stuff. And back in the day, the reason people were so disgusted by homosexuals, A, it's a, obviously a sin. B, it means no grandkids. But if someone was like, if your kid was a homosexual, typically homosexuals would like meet behind a dumpster and be like, hey, are you Gary? Are you here to pump? You know, they were, they were very degenerate type people, like bathhouses, all this stuff. The glittery, you know, ballet dancer, homosexual uh, archetype we have in our heads is from Hollywood. In general, it was an extremely dangerous lifestyle. A lot of drugs, a lot of anonymous sex, a lot of just instability, um, you know, and so it couldn't be normalized. You can't normalize homosexuality in a time when the image of the homosexual was real to real life, which was, you know, just these really lowly diseased looking people just meeting in dark places to have anal. I'm dead serious. It's really dark stuff. So they're rolling all this stuff out, AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. So how did they kill off a lot of these people? The most promiscuous homosexuals, the ones that would give homosexuality such a dark brand would go in and test positive for HIV. Not sure how that spell worked. 
Uh, I don't know how many of the medical people were aware of this, of how it all worked, but HIV doesn't exist. So then they're like, oh my God, thanks doc. And then they would get all emotional and they'd be like, why? And they couldn't track their partners because they literally had sex with like 10 men a night. And so there was no way to know where you got your AIDS from and you didn't know when you were gonna die. So then they roll out AZT, finally a cure, uh, so that you didn't have an immune system shutdown, there was finally a drug that would help you. Too bad it's provable at this point that AZT shuts down your immune system. So when you were diagnosed with HIV, you would go in to get your drugs to live and you would deal with the symptoms of those drugs. The symptoms of AZT involve hair loss and vomiting and it was tough, but it was the only thing that would save your life. No, you were ingesting gay poison. But then, the, and then you got Freddie Mercury, you know, clearly a psyop, when it, his whole AIDS thing. And you get people so connected to AIDS, 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 that they realize that it's just this tragic disease that, that strikes those that have anal sex. That's key to the spell, I'll explain. So the next AIDS rollout, and then Magic Johnson never died, and AIDS doesn't kill anyone in America anymore. Somehow there's, I think they found a cure in better drugs. No, the better drugs is not taking uh, poison. Everybody here who's had a relative die of AIDS or something, you know exactly when they died, six months after starting taking AZT. So now in Africa, there's major AIDS uh, die-offs, right? Oh, one in five people have AIDS, 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 AIDS. One of the biggest uh, groups to get AIDS in Africa somehow is women. That's odd, because in America, AIDS was spread through gay sodomy. And no matter how much, because uh, Oprah then uh, helped condition the public to this new genocide brand, by saying even heterosexuals can get AIDS. No, because heterosexuals, it was very, very hard to get a heterosexual to believe he had HIV. They wouldn't mind branding that with the heterosexual. So you have the, the movie Kids came out to try and uh, show teens that anyone could get HIV if they had sex with strangers, right? So they were trying to get the, the spell to uh, cross over to the heterosexual just in case they wanted to push that brand on another genocide if they needed to. The elite do not want you dead. They have to manage us. And sometimes if there's a population that like Gary the goat keeps jumping over the fence, they have to take us out. And they can't just do it because then there would be so much blowback. So they have to develop this entire thing because human beings are special. We aren't viruses on the earth. We aren't animals. You know, we are special. And so to get our free will, to get us to accept the death of each other. Like as much as I love animals, and there's a lot of um, beauty and truth in animals, you know, you can kill their buddy and they don't really react. They, they can get sad for a bit, but not, that, not really. Um, you know, they'll look at you for a little while, but it, humans are much, much different. It, it's clearly morally wrong to kill a person for your power. And we all know it. So they've developed uh, these systems to get people to kill themselves based on um, grooming and motivations. And it's, it's, it's crazy, I know it's crazy, but it's so obvious that I'm not gonna be alone knowing this stuff. <laughs> okay, people versus Harvey Milk, all this stuff. They're trying to condition, condition, condition so that, also understand the ruling elite have absolutely no morality whatsoever. So if you think that they're trying to, um, you know, they're trying to make people, they think it's okay to be, 
you know, they really think Harvey Wines or Harvey Milk was the was the hero. No, they don't care. They see them both as goats. Whether it was the cop who shot Harvey Milk or Harvey Milk, it was serving a purpose. It was programming for something that they had to do because of populations. That's it. There is no feelings with these people. They have no souls. They kill their souls in order to uh, 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 accomplish these tasks, and it's extremely hard. Um, so you have this AIDS brand. Okay, human beings also have a problem with uh, international genocide. As much as we can make fun of the blacks stealing bikes, and as much as we can like, you know, have tribal differences and relate more to people of our race and blah, blah, blah. You'd be surprised how few people are comfortable with anyone just killing a bunch of Africans. So what do they do? They use the AIDS brand. So they say, Africa's dying of AIDS. What does this do psychologically to the average person? You first think that they deserve it a little because it was anal, right? This is subconscious, but it's true. That you go, well, it's easy to not get AIDS, just don't do anal, right? Even though now in Africa, all the symptoms are completely different. And it's affecting completely different genocide or uh, populations. Why? Because they're just using the brand of AIDS to kill them. How do they get this new disease? They either have to put it in their water or the vaccines they're giving them to save them. All the AIDS rallies, the AIDS vaccines, all that, all of that stuff was giving the people whatever it was that was killing them. That's why this Corona thing is so stupid. Do you know how hard it is to give someone a disease that will kill them? I know I sound like a diabolical ruler of the world, where it's like, do you know what I go through? Do you guys have any idea why it's so key to say that you get corona from other people? Because it makes the person the virus. If you want a population to look at his fellow man as a virus, which they aren't, you say that in order to get this new disease, it's from another person. Listen, anybody in the genocide business knows how hard it is to give someone a disease that'll kill them. Ticks? Yeah. Rats? Definitely. There's plagues right now in America, in Seattle and LA. There's black death. Literally, people are dying of typhus. Why? Because they get bit about 100 times a night by rats and they sleep in shit. You want to know how pandemics actually spread? Really, really stagnant water for long periods of time. Rats, shit, and uh, really bad lifestyles. And then you, there can be plagues. You don't get a plague from touching someone's hand. That's, that's never happened. It's not going to happen. And I, I legit don't care if you write me all these long uh, emails. I, I, I just, how dare you? This is so, this is so, uh, dude, I've been getting it my whole life. It's made me a bit of an outsider. I get it. I have personality uh, uh, quirks because of, of the how dare you's, but just guys, Getting a disease that will kill you, ingesting poison that will kill you, is extremely hard. One of the only, uh, what I believe, government-created diseases in America that's ever actually worked and been devastating is Lyme disease. Because it was, I believe, I could be completely wrong, weaponized syphilis that was put into ticks. You have to be bitten by a tick. A human being doesn't naturally possess the ability of having a disease that can kill a human being and just having it be in them and then they give it to other people because that disease would would kill the the person um and it uh it doesn't work that way at all it doesn't like go through your sweat and then go through your saliva it's other animals you want to get a pandemic going get a population and start banging uh farm animals that's how you get these funky diseases that are so strong they kill you 
a lot of diseases aren't that deadly. Even like the flu, oh, the flu, the flu. All these cases, even like, let's say Corona does kill some people. I think the coronavirus existed in the sense that it was a brand, you know, it's probably a type of cold. You know, if they say like 500 deaths, they're not even lying sometimes because it's like 500 people that were 90 and weak just died of the cold. That's real. The fear they're creating is because you have been programmed to respond this way. Because the ruling elite, this will make you feel a little better. Have no ability of just wiping a lot of people out. Look at uh, abortion, Planned Parenthood, all that stuff. They need to make you believe that you should go kill your own baby. That's a genocide. The best chemical weapon is cortisol released in your brain from programming. They're really good at this. As someone who possesses the skills to rule the entire world, um, you know, hats off to how good they are at it, but they can all go burn in hell because it's so insanely evil. BB, this class is helping me build up immunity to the fear. Right, and that is the weapon. And I'm not, I'm gonna just, I'd much prefer to just be funny and just do uh, streams about gravy and stuff. This is some intense stuff, I get it. But until people kind of understand that this is even possible, they're so done. Like I've been, I've been going for a while now talking about how fear is a weapon. Don't bring despair here, don't bring despair here. Cause I'm not, I don't wanna just complain about it and talk about this. Uh, I want to actually do it. Despair will put you in a position where you will ingest the poison socially designed to take out your demographic. And right now there may be a really good chance that they have no interest in taking you out. It's like, why would I take out one of my milk goats? I wouldn't, they're not, they're not, uh, they don't have enough emotion to be that type of evil, if that makes sense. The ruling elite isn't just like, yes, yes, blood, blood. They're like, dude, it's, it's fear farming. It's so cold, it would blow your mind. They, start, they, they use branding. AIDS is a brand. So when someone says AIDS, they have years of programming where they just go, oh, and subconsciously, it was anal that did it. And it's, it's kind of like, it's deadly and emotion, emotion and tragic. Here, let's pay money so that you can fly to Africa and give them the cure, which is actually the, the, the disease. And it happens over and over and over. The cure is the disease. Okay, and so how do they possibly make people feel like we are the ones who shouldn't be on the earth? I, dude, I'm a religious person. I know that the apex of all of this is Satan, right? Satan doesn't want us here. So Satan puts certain people in ruling elite positions and he dazzles them with all this material wealth and all this and through family lines and lineage. Uh, he gets them. See, the ruling elite fa have fallen for so many of uh, these traps as well. They've fallen for the most traps. This is why envy of the elite is so dumb or fear of the elite is so dumb. They're some of the most pathetic people on the planet. To get minions like the Dark Riders in, um, in Tolkien or the ruling elite in the, in the world, Satan has to get them so addicted to the material that they're willing to give up every single ounce of anything that makes them human in order to carry out these plans. Imagine this, the... the Imagine the horrible existence of being so addicted to material, so terrified of everything. These people, the ruling elite, are in the most fear that, that, that at any time they can be uncovered and at any time they can be overthrown, at any time their sins will come back, at any time, any time. If their child is weak, 
If they have a child that, for whatever reason, has one hint of empathy and can't do what has to be done, their entire lineage will fall, blah, blah. So to be a good father, they have to rape them as children and put them in a cage and electrocute them so that they know how evil the world can be. Guys, this is the elite's life. Don't envy them. So Satan creates this entire system in which you have a ruling elite who yearn, yearn, the, 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 the medicine for them is the material wealth. It's their poison. You understand? Everybody, including the people trying to poison us, have, have, have clawed to get the uh, AZT. It's just theirs is spiritual. So their cure for their fear is more wealth and power, which does what? It increases the likelihood that tons of people will want them dead. It's their poison. We are the elite. Yeah, but I'm being, you're, I understand Denmark Bear. I understand what you're saying, but I, I, I'm using language that people understand you're being a little philosophical. Poor elite children. Right, but here's the thing. It makes logical sense to them. It, it's, it, all of this stuff, this is the burden that I have had. I know how completely logical this is. I know how the upside down world is functioning based on patterns that you can see and predict. It's one of the reasons why I'm so good at predictions. It's not fun that I understand that like when I watch my fellow man claw to get themselves their poison, but I can't be, I can't be one of those people because that's, God did not give me this insight for me to just be like, how can everybody wake up? How can nobody, that doesn't work. You got to have fun with it because the despair and the fear itself is the poison. So I'm trying to do my best every day, gratitude, humor, all this stuff. Cause if not, I mean, let's talk about programming. You guys want to understand how the so-called elite, well, it's fine. It's I, that doesn't matter to what we're talking about. Yeah. So let the hate throw through you. Right. The reason that Hollywood and entertainment is so necessary for this entire process is because they put memories and assumptions in your mind that you don't even realize. And that's how you base your entire worldview. Like for example, the show House makes you believe that the medical world has all these like genius uh, obsessed men that are always trying to crack the code of the most elaborate, hard to detect diseases. That isn't the medical world. You have to believe that in order to think that there is like, we, we figured out it's Corona. We're already developing the vaccine. No, guys. Most of the medical field in the entire world is like gauze and tape and shit. <laughs> you know, law and order makes you think that if someone transgresses against you, there is a team of just dedicated detectives. And although they give each other a lot of crap, and don't get me wrong, there's a, there is a lot of detect, uh, dedicated detectives and, and law enforcement and all that. But I'll tell you, the, this is the program, this is the illusion, this is the spell. You know, and it's always in cities, you know, uh, NYPD or L.A. law, all this stuff. When I had a friend get raped in L.A., the cops didn't show up with, um, you know, a team and all this photos. And dude, the programming is, is what you're seeing behind. You know, everybody's taking photos and they're analyzing. All they came with a pencil. And they took her uh, rape kit covered in bruises, blood, tons of semen, a lot of people. She knew exactly where the men lived. 
that had kidnapped her and beat her and raped her. This is a, a friend of mine, someone I was close with, a real sweet girl. Uh, she did the brave thing, went to the hospital, uh, rape kit, blood, everything. Okay, six months later, you know, the detective was like, she called, you know, rape kit hasn't been processed. You know, we have a backlog. How long's the backlog? You know, five years? All right, why would someone program that, the illusion of safety? Makes you think that there's always someone there in case things go real bad. What does that make you do? It makes you think that you don't need a gun, you don't need community, you don't need to take precautions. You can, like, if something goes bad, daddy government will just step right in and save you. They're not there, guys. If you're raped in Los Angeles, you can know where the people live. You can know, it's not because it's like, oh, it's because they're connected. And No, they're, they're not solving these crimes. That's okay. That's okay. It's all good. Like, don't get scared. It's, it's freeing to know that it's up to you to protect yourself. Here's the good news about the programming. You understand how much programming is, is set to make you think that at any... That's why the nuclear bomb hoax is so important to understand. They don't have an ability of pressing a button and killing you. Why would they want you to think that? Control? The entire game? Guys, the whole thing is spells. Um, the Simpsons Married with Children. It started the programming to break family to make it seem funny and cool to have a degenerate father. Modern family rolled out um, more uh, you know, interracial stuff, more homosexual relationships, blah, blah, blah. There's no morality in any of it. Don't think that they're like, oh, they like homosexuality. No, they're just trying to break what they need broken in order to pe get people to accept their own slavery for whatever reason to roll out something else. Here's the good news. It doesn't work at all if you know it. The biggest weapon in all of this is don't be afraid, be grateful. Why? Because every one of these things requires fear of, of anything but God. Dude, think of the commandments. Think about how many people who believe they're Christian. They, they are, I'm not questioning. But they aren't following anything they're taught. Fear God only. Oh, listen, I'm a Christian, but enough of this stuff. We need to do something. Guys... Don't, don't question the, the, the law of God. People, the hubris that people have of like, okay, fear God only. What does that do? It frees you. It frees you. Yeah, but you don't understand this corona coming. Fear God only. Satan's entire arsenal revolves around you. And this is coming from a guy who's feared non-God before. <laughs> like this has came from a lot of... Um, and I'm sure I will again. I hope I don't, but that's, it seems to be a, a pretty intense part of human nature to just keep falling off that wagon because the illusions can be so intense. You know, the hall of mirrors can be so intense. I just explained to you AIDS, right? It's so far back now that we can clearly see what I just said is by far the most logical conclusion based on all the evidence you can possibly come to. Okay, so what do you learn? That in order for people to die of AIDS, they had to believe in, in, in a false idol, false authority. Where on earth could you have learned not to put your faith in the titles of man? Hmm, why would God tell you that? Why would God do, like, why would God and man put so much effort to write down these truths 
because they're so important and keep them going for thousands of years. You know, die protecting these truths. You know, make sure that, that people read these truths, like uh, transcribe them, you know, uh, translate them. Yeah, like, guys, we're not talking about the Hunger Games here. We're not, or we're not talking about like Harry Potter. This is stuff that people have died protecting because they know that future generations need to know this or else they will walk into a building based on the icons and symbols, based on fear of anything but God, and they will go in and they will pay out of their own pocket for their own poison injection that will weaken and possibly kill them and think as they're dying that they're the lucky one. Do you understand how like perilous it is if you don't understand this shit? Like 5G fear, stay away from me, guys. I'm not, it doesn't scare me. What happens is it makes me melancholy that people are such pussies. <laughs> they're coming, Big Bear. They're, they're gonna, dude, they can't. It's a tiny group of people that are so pathetic and weak and scared that they have to hurt their own kids to prepare them for what they have to do in order to not be engulfed by fire. That scares you? Would you like me to go on on more of these engineering? Like, engineering a consciousness that the human being is the virus. Why is that so important? It, it allows, it weakens the human's ability to, um, it, it, it increases the chance that a human being is okay with uh, genocide. That, this is a big one. You know, this is a big one. This is where, um, where um, all those environmental shows come in. Do you think they really just want everyone to understand the penguin? If they did, they'd let us go to Antarctica, guys. They, they get you to emotionally connect because of storylines and a soothing British voice by David Attenborough. So you see how th uh, just how human all these animals are and how pure they are and how in their world everything is so beautiful and so perfect. And then at the very end, their world is threatened by people. People are coming to kill them just for, for greed. No, they don't show you the penguin raping their penguin kids. Like, it, it's, it's so stupid. Why do they do all this? Because they want you to think that your people are penguins and rats and stuff. They'll make you empathize with rats. And so then they're like, and these evil Africans are just spreading and just killing and, and, and destroying. And they make you come to the conclusion like, man, I really hope those Africans just get wiped out by AIDS. Guys, a lot of these African tribes are living like a really pleasant life until like the programming has to come in and why they do this for mining rights, for territory, and they're fighting against other ruling elites that also live in this horrifying existence. Um, because if they didn't do this, the elite would be overthrown by the other one who's even more evil. It's not, they're not doing some of this like crazy high level stuff. You get to a point where, you know, you fall for the, the material addiction and then you get to a point where it's not about getting more material. It's about not being engulfed. Like if you don't get that mine, if you don't get that territory, the other elite will, and then they will start getting yours and then you'll be overthrown and, and bayoneted in your ass in public and burned and stuff. That's why they, they're, and, but see, here's the good news again. The only way they can get us to do this 
is to either break our souls so intensely that they're, they, we start resembling their children through like um, sexualizing of children, trauma programming, all that. That's, that's very difficult because all it takes is just not watching TV or porn or movies or something for a year and then you're like, it's shocking how awful it is. Or they make us through fear of, of that which is not God through a lot of um, icon worship or just a, a, a variety of sins. They get a nice uh, elixir of uh, programming going and then they get us to walk into a building and beg for poison and then we take it and then we uh, die but we think, you know. Okay, so let's get back to my point about Gary the goat, right? So Gary the goat doesn't have a family or testicles and so now he's uh, jumping my fence a lot and causing some problems. Now he's a goat. So I could just kill Gary the goat, but I have too much empathy for that, which makes me a terrible alpha. I'm a really good at Bravo. Um, but think about how that happens with uh, elites, where if you have too many men in a population, it causes them trouble because those men don't care. Like they're not like, you know, I would, I would just like burn that building down, but I have a wife and kids, you know? They just are like, nah. <laughs> And so um, they have to get, they have to uh, develop another genocide brand so that if, let's say, a million just vanish, uh, there can be a uh, reason. They can be like, oh, you know, they all contracted this and there, there was treatment and all this, but, you know, they didn't make it. If, if the elites just killed those people, the elites would all be dead. They know this. They've tried it in the past. It doesn't work at all. It's one of the most risky things they can possibly do is just start killing people. And uh, that's why population control is the art form of the elites. Because if the population balance is off, things get real wiry, real wiry. Like uh, if there's not enough men, the women usually, uh, the, the, the economy and the culture implode and they usually get taken over by another uh, group. Like for example, Germany after World War II, too many of their men had died so it's just women. So that next generation was w raised by a female-dominated society. And now you see, like, how cucked the country is. Because that population shift changed so much. And the elites get things wrong all the time. They fail all the time. And they're constantly inflicting this type of stuff that ends up being really bad for them in the future. You know, like, for example, look at uh, China's population control attempt when I was a little kid of one child only, because I don't know how it happened. I don't know behind the scenes. I could guess that maybe the uh, environmentalist or the hum people are the problem uh, spell might have infected their elites. I don't know. I don't know how this happened, but uh, long story short, uh, unexpected blowback kicked in that uh, a lot of these Chinese families wanted, if they're only gonna have one kid, it would be a son. So a lot of uh, little girls got killed. And so now they have 30 million extra boys. That's more of a problem than they would have faced if they hadn't monkeyed with it. You see how um, fear farming, as in uh, the, the elites, fear farming is a really risky trade. They're constantly murdered, the elites. But I mean, uh, okay, the next social engineering uh, mechanism, the news. The news, whether you believe it or not, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. You think that if something so big like the murdering of a elite happened, you'd see it on the news. Okay, well, 
Sit and think about that for a second. They own the news. So what are they constantly trying to project to the population? That they're stable, that, that they are protected, that things don't happen to them. Oh, things happen to them all the time. It's usually each other. Uh, it's usually like turf battles and stuff like that. But like one of the power mechanisms is a projection of uh, total control, total stability. That's why they had to take over the school system because they don't want people understanding events in history that let you know how their world functions. Okay, that's about it for me. I know it's dark. I'm gonna read some mail today, but like, um, you can figure this stuff out. Like me talking about this and there's gonna be another program kicks in. But Big Bear, now, now you're on the radar. Now they're gonna come for you. No, no, if I don't go in and ask for a shot of poison, uh, it's pretty hard. But I mean, they, they have all these hit squads. Where do, where do you know that from? Hollywood movies, TV, like how they function? Guys, professional assassins are extremely unstable. Again, human beings are very, very, very hard to convince to kill other human beings for money. We're much better than people think. So in order to get people like that, there's not a lot of them that are that good at that. And when you do, doing business with them puts you in their world, which is not somewhere you want to be. And historically, people would know this if they knew the real history of everything. When elites start using these hit squad type techniques, those hit squads almost always become the new elites. <laughs> That's why, you know, uh, like the brown shirts got all taken out um, because, you know, the, the power elites uh, causing all that. They had all these guys causing all this mayhem in the streets. And yeah, yeah, because they had an elevated sense of violence and all that. When that job was done, they were all either killed or imprisoned. But I mean, we're part of the, we're part of the good guys. I'm the one who did all this, all this like violence for you guys. It's like, yeah, now you're a liability because anyone who can do that to like that random deli owner could easily do that to the leadership. But I mean, where's your loyalty? Our class of people doesn't have any loyalty because we don't have a soul. Ha 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 And now, please, Trust me when I say, um, don't be scared. Don't worship false idols. Like, enjoy your day. It's like herding cattle. The dogs are the fuck. Okay, yeah, perfect. Okay, and all of these lessons are also from um, being on a farm or have animals. If all my goats escaped, and they, just like 15 of them, 12, whatever, and they all just were running in different directions, I couldn't catch them. How would I do it? I would have to use food. Oh, here's another insight in goat, in goat herding. Okay, when I was doing building the new gate, I was giving them all a bunch of grain to keep them occupied so that I could have the gate open. And that night, they all kicked me when I was milking them. Why? Because they had too much grain. What does that mean? The grain I was offering them to keep them satisfied as I milked them wasn't as appealing because I had given them too much grain. Hmm, why do you think people in the elite class have set up a society where no one can really rise too high? Because if you aren't financially and socially stressed, you um, are much less likely to go with a lot of these triggers. Gee, I wonder if there was only a book that taught us not to <laughs> live outside our means. Guys, it's all logical. They, they don't want to, they, they have all these taxes, so, they, so, they, if, so because they hate me. No. It's because they know, it just, dude, if, 
like today I didn't give my, my, uh, my goats grain because I needed them to appreciate my grain because it was the logical move for me because if not, I couldn't have milked them. Do you understand? It's not hate. It's like my, my goats literally started becoming like, you know, dude, I think that's one of the reasons there's a bunch of migrants too. I think a lot of Americans don't appreciate their grain. I think if people were real honest about themselves, oh, they're trying to, they're trying to get rid of the white man. How, you know, there's a lot of people that I think they got a little comfortable. They got a little into, uh, you know, into their fancies. They got a little like, I don't feel like it. I, I want to get high with Joe Rogan because I think we, uh, we got a little too much grain and it affected our ability to do our jobs, you know? Um, I see it in comedy. I see it all over the place. And so uh, you want some hungrier goats. And again, don't, don't be under the false assumption that this means that, that they're better than us. No. If, if these factors aren't constantly being realigned through horror, they're done. That's why when I say no one's having a better time than us, guys, where we are in life, like what we're capable of doing, how we can talk, how we can live, how we can thrive, it doesn't get better. You know, all these envy scripts that are put in place where it's like, I want to live in the big house with the Kardashian anus. It's like, okay, buddy, like you are about to enter another level of slavery. Or maybe not hate, they appreciate us less than cattle. Well, no, they grow to, they grow to uh, hate us. Like, no, hate's the wrong word. Dehumanize on a massive scale. They think, because uh, they have to. And they hate themselves and each other. They hate people because people are their threat. And in order to carry out what they do, they have to train themselves and their children to hate people. Because if not, uh, they couldn't do what they do. It's, guys, it's super hard to kill people. It's super hard to kill anything, let alone people, let alone kids, let alone population control. That is hard to carry out. So like, what did they have to do to themselves in order to do it? They have to say, they have to look at us like useless eaters and, you know, pigs and goyim and whatever they, whatever words they want to use in order to justify what they know they're going to have to do. It's very obvious when you think about it. And so again, when you see coronavirus, understand there is absolutely no motivation whatsoever for anyone to tell you anything about any real viruses or threats or anything. None zip. I don't want to hear a single theory about it because what it is, is it's the, the guys, this is like, it's almost hacky. It's like the game plan of, of how to farm people. There is no motivation. And that's like, yeah, but there could really be the virus and they release it. Viruses don't work like that. Give me one example of a virus actually doing that of getting passed from person to person, causing them to die. Name one. I'll wait. That isn't how they work. That isn't how disease works. That isn't how any of it works. Okay, you want to know how you get mites? You live in an environment where there's um, an, an, uh, conducive to mites uh, living, and then they'll start biting you. And then there may be some weird contamination where you like start puking. A human being does not, they're not capable of possessing a virus that passes to another human being that kills that human being in a pandemic form, in any form. Name one. 
Name one. They're, they're, you require a vector. And the vector can't be human because the disease itself has to be able to thrive in the vector. Do you see how this is a burden yet? How like, I, I don't want, I did not ask to understand these things. I think most people that understand these things do because they have to. I don't want to understand these things. It's, it's so dark, it's insane. But like, I didn't ask for this. It's just, this is how I just know it. Yeah, Corona could easily be a thing threatening um, political power. It could be to destabilize Trump. And for all you people that think that like all the elites are in it together and Trump is just a puppet. And I, I mean, he has his role to play, but the elites are not in on it together, guys. The elites rape their own kids to get them ready for elitism. Do you think that they're like buddies? Sure, at cocktail parties they are. Like you can be at a cocktail party in D.C. and all these um, alleged uh, enemies are fine with each other, but they could stab each other's necks for a nickel. So why wouldn't um, that be on the table? That's why no one's having more fun than us. And if you would ever give up your humanity to be in that class of people, you're insane. But I'm glad you understand. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm doing a service for people to explain this, but it's it. It's like to live in a world where 99% of people don't, I, but you know, the trap for someone like me, let me just explain what like my, the, the problems in my life can be. Don't blame people for not seeing it. You know, there, there's been times when I've been frustrated that people are just like the how dare you's and the rage and the fear and the self-destruction and all that, where I'm like, I can understand how someone could become cynical and be like, People are idiots. No, I'm for whatever reason, see something that a lot of people don't and it's not their fault. And I'm going to try and do my best to explain it. But like, I'm not going to look down at people for not understanding it. In fact, you're probably having a really good time not understanding it. But, um, you know, I'm going to have a good time too. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be cynical. I'm not going to call people masses or scream, wake up America, wake up America you know it's just like because because it's fractal though it's like this is the thing you can see this truth on every level of existence and if you think you're that far detached from it understand this is what womanizing is this when when a woman wears lipstick she's she's uh socially engineering a man to be more attracted than they would hijacking his um hijacking his um free will and then uh, that will get her more resources from that man. That obviously is much, much more understandable. You know, she's trying to look nice. I get it, guys. I get it. But just now take that and understand that there's other levels to that. That there's people that need to hijack your will with social engineering because they need your demographic to kill itself. And they can justify it. They can easily justify it. If they didn't do this, then the economy would fall apart and even more would die. Dude, there's whole, there's whole ways of thinking to justify anything they do. That's how people are. They can just be like, I'm, it's like the, the guys, it's so, that one uh, Marvel character, uh, who's the one, Thanos? That was, that, that was socially engineering sympathy for genocide. <laughs> Sorry for laughing. It's just, I'm not sad at all. I'm just letting you know what the burden is. It's not sadness. Just. 
It's all good. Everybody faces their own thing. It's all about humor. Humor is big. Because if you see it as dark, they'll get you. They'll get you on that path. Dude, there is no way out except for gratitude, forgiveness, laughter, no despair, health, crushing. Guys, there is no way you can control that if you're like, I'm mad. I got to do something. It's a trap. And I know that to the point where it does get a little frustrating. (laughs) All right. But anyway, um, let me show you some funny stuff. Is, Is everybody is spiraling? Oh, yeah. I want you to be fruitful and multiply. That's something that, that breaks all this programming, too. Give someone something else to do. Telling people all the things to be scared of um, is not productive. And if you actually care about people and not just clicks and all this nonsense, is one reason why I loathe Alex Jones and Steven Crowder and all that. They're all social engineers. Getting people scared is the best way to get money and clicks. I know that as much as they do. So why, Big Bear, don't you, you know, get people in a state of fear so that they, or just panic or instability, you know, it makes people just go, because I would be hijacking your charity, your goodwill, the human, because this is, this is another good, good news for you guys. All of this evil is hijacking good qualities of people, good, you know, because people have the, the, all of Steven Crowder's mug club and all that, like all his mug sales. It's because people are like, I want to do something good. He's in trouble. I like him. I'm going to help him. I have the opposite problem. I'm like the type of person that's like, dude, we're fine. Is there's just like <laughs> water flying everywhere. Because <laughs> although you get more money from that, it's uh, what I consider evil. Because we all know that causes health problems in your audience. And that means you're a spreader of poison. That means you're a plague. Alex Jones is more of a plague than the coronavirus. Alex Jones is using chemical warfare on his own audience by getting them so worked up and so scared that cortisol is released in their brain. They can't stop watching him because they think that if they take their eyes off him like a, like a tiger, they will die. And only Alex has the answers. And then when Alex presents a solution, regardless of how insanely stupid it is, they will then open up their wallet and give Alex the money because they want to help be part of the good guys and they're scared and they'll do what has to be done and wake up. That is evil. What actually helps people? What actually helps me? And see, this is the problem though. You see, Alex Jones's life is terrible because you can't be a, a despair merchant and have it not hit back at you. He's divorced. His family's broken. He's an alcoholic. He likes tranny porn. Steven Crowder can't have kids, all that. Because engaging in that will hurt you as well. That's why the quote-unquote elites are not having a good time. Sure, you'll learn the best farming technique for harvesting money and attention and power. Guess what? If you engage in that, it's like uh, that's one reason why they don't actually do plagues very often is because that can come back and and infect them. There's no way to control that. It's all about control. The best way to control is to get people to come to you for poison. That way you can vet it. You can figure out which poison. It's it's so calculated. All right. No one is having more fun than us. Fact. Alex Jones is working on the 51st state, Zionism, making Israel part of it. He's not motivated by that. Honk or bear. He's motivated by money and power and clicks. That's it. 
any way to do that. So why would he seem to be so pro-Zionism? Because he knows if he goes against that, he will get less money, power, and clicks. He does not believe anything. This is what people don't understand. They're, they assume everyone is so normal and good that somehow Alex Jones really wants, you know, Israel to grow. He doesn't have any motivation except for what I just described. That's it. Everybody knows the criticism of Israel will get you less. Uh, it'll, you'll be deplatformed more. You'll be attacked more. You will uh, have less money, less power, less clicks. The anti-Semitism spell is so effective that it's easy to shut someone down and does that. It's very obvious. So here's a tool for you guys to help better understand who to listen to. And I mean that. And if I break this rule, bail on me as well. If someone uh, explains a fear or an oncoming problem or something like that, and it doesn't come over and over and over again, then ask yourself, how often does this person seem afraid? How often does this person seem extremely stressed? Does this person ever give me advice of how to better my life outside of his own products? And, if, and once you start analyzing that, you will quickly understand whether or not you should be listening to that person or not. If the answer to the problem that someone projects to you is only their products, they're lying. If the person is always scared, they're not following God. God says only fear God. So if someone is constantly scared of all these threats, they're not, a, uh, they're not on the path. And I'm not, you're not a Christian, I'm not judging, it's just, that's a fact. When like, fear God only, right? That's, that's a big one. If someone's, and don't get me wrong, we'll all be scared sometimes, we'll all be stressed, we all have like, things will affect us, spells have affected me, we're human beings, right? But if someone's go-to state of mind is fear of like, whatever new thing it is, don't listen to them. Because they don't know anything. They may actually be scared. They may not actually be scared. I don't know, but I don't care. I don't listen to them. If Steven Crowder doesn't give you advice outside of supporting him from a fake, you know, censorship camp, you know what I'm saying? This is, this is, this is how you go. Don't even think. This is why I like listening to um, who I like to listen to. And, and people spiral and say, but the big bear, Crow triple seven is clearly of the devil. I'm like, dude. He's never pitched me like he's never done the fear swap pitch. He isn't constantly scared. He, he could be like a little like pissed off, but it's very genuine and normal. He's like not lying. He's nothing like I'll just check the boxes. It's like, is someone enjoying their life? Are they genuinely interested in things? Do they see a reason to analyze hoaxed events and stuff outside of just scaring people? Yes. It develops the critical mind that allows you to not ingest your own poison. You understand? And these are the fundamental things because, you know, I'm going to read some mail now. But I'm going to show you something else that's funny. I did, however, find something that terrified me. Listen, sometimes a news item will click up, will pop up. And, uh, and I realized that there is time. If I didn't address this, I would be negligent. You know, how dare, you know, I'm being too sarcastic, yeah. Listen guys, every now and then I see a threat out there in the grass. And I know I, I preach um, no despair and gratitude and stuff. And if you obsess about fear, 
That's how the enemy gets you. But sometimes it's just too real. I know that if I don't, if I don't bring this problem, this potential threat to my audience, then goddamn every death will be on my shoulders. Because YouTube comments have explained that to me about the coronavirus. If I don't properly scare the shit out of everyone because of videos I've seen on, on, uh, on the internet, <laughs> what kind of man would I be when their children ingest the coronavirus from just talking to their classmates at school and they die from all this blood and, and crazy Dean Koontz stuff? Then God damn it, what kind of a man am I? So I finally saw, I finally saw something to actually be terrified of. This is a, a plague. Doctors are warning people to not put frozen potatoes in their anus. This is what I see coming down the bend, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> when you stock up on potatoes to avoid, to avoid coronavirus, every red-blooded man in this world will know exactly what to do. Eat them. But the same red-blooded man will also be tempted to freeze them and put them in their anus. I know how, how lonely quarantine can be and how many potatoes there are. And listen, you can judge me if I did it after one day. God damn it, you can judge me after a week. But if I'm a month deep in a Wuhan correctional facility trying to fight off coronavirus and I see a, a potato... I'm going to put it in my anus and I won't apologize to anybody. What kind of a man wouldn't do that? If I didn't put the potato in my anus, I would be negligent. Because I wouldn't have pleasure in... I don't even know what I'm talking about. It's that stupid, though. Okay, this is a little insight into my life. Imagine people spiraling about that. Okay, imagine, like, waking up and you check your email. I'm not even on social media, guys, and I'm still annoyed by coronavirus. You check your email, you check texts, and, and, uh, and it's just like, hey, man, hey, man, they're, they're, it, I know that we're making fun of coronavirus, but, like, things are changing. You know, the death town, death town account is now, is now approaching zero again. Uh, man, have you seen? And, dude, imagine... If it's if, if people were reacting except it was potatoes in the anus, that's my life all the time. Every fear that rolls out, everyone, no one, no, I'm not gonna be bitter. People are waking up, people are learning how this all works. But imagine, imagine arguing with someone where it's like, if you don't take potato anus seriously, you're no leader, you're no bear. All your fans look up to you as someone who can, who can help guide them in this, in this crazy world. And I, I get it at the beginning, coronavirus seemed absurd, but have you seen the, the, the grainy Instagram videos? I mean, you can't, you can't fake that. How can you not alert the people? Imagine, imagine. Now substitute coronavirus with anus potatoes. That's my life all the time where I'm like, anus potatoes? It's like, Big Bear, do you not know that every house has a potato? And, and everyone has an anus? How can you not alert your bears that if they put a potato in their anus, which is obviously just spreading like a plague, they could just have potato anus. I can't watch anymore, Big Bear. I was with you. I was with you. I, dude, that's my whole life. And I know potato anus will probably get you to where I'm kind of at. And there's still going to be people. After this whole thing, there'll be people that are like, listen, Big Bear, I get, I get how the elites operate out of fear. I get hoaxed events. Big Bear, I'm with you. 
But if you don't understand the coronavirus is a threat and that we got to lock down our streets, then what kind of fucking man are you, Big Bear? Dude, it's my whole life. And then like a month later, they're like, Big Bear, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, it's just, it turns out it was obviously nonsense. I'm with you. And then the same guy, I'll just do it over. But see, every time someone sees it and every time someone chooses gratitude and not fear, it's all worth it. And the ones who don't see it, good for you. Because I'm sure your life is probably a little, no, it isn't. My life's better than yours. I'm going to be completely honest. If you're scared all the time, your life sucks. Don't be scared of potato anus. Are there threats in the world? Yes. Everywhere. So many that I don't even like having uh, streams like this. Because I just explained that there really is groups of people that try to program your brain into killing yourself. You don't think that's a threat? You know, I, I know there's uh, wildfires created by these weird lasers and melting. Dude, of course, this shit isn't. Social engineering is my, is my aptitude doesn't begin to explain it. And, and meth being nice, I know it might sound like I'm tooting my own horn, but I'm not. This is literally a, a, a burdensome gift. Do you know how few people understand how to rule the entire world through uh, spells? If you have no interest in ruling the entire world, can you not imagine how unbelievably fucking noisy and insane that is to know how it's all done? That's why it's so much better to just laugh and have fun and just get strong and pray. It's like... The world is so good. And normally I'm so dialed into how wonderful of a gift it is that we're alive. But the fucking coronavirus, sorry for swearing. The coronavirus is just so, it's one of the most annoying psyops I've ever seen. Because at least a school shooting, you're like, I don't know, man. I just, whatever. Dude, the symptoms are, are the common cold and everyone who's died is 90. Potato anus. And once you understand, it's so obvious and so dumb, and there's no threat to understanding it. Why do you think they have to do all the programming? Because they need you to do it because spreading disease is almost impossible. Hit squads almost always overthrow their bosses. And uh, just about every cop and military personnel that actually is valuable in any way for enforcement is a guy you relate to a lot and doesn't want to do evil things. The world is so infinitely better than the elite. Well, no, there's tons of danger, obviously. But human beings are not naturally like this. And don't get me wrong. This is something that actually is happening. There's a rise in demonic possession. People I know in enforcement. Oh, you want to hear something funny? Dude, people I know um, in the NSA, not like high level, but just NSA guys. They're out there. Oh, how dare you? Dude, they're just dudes with jobs. They're, some of them are like, but Big Bear, you know. I got to tap. I'm just like, even the NSA guys, those guys don't know anything more than you do. It's, it's all such, no, I'm not going to, no, I'm not going to get bummed out. It's like, it's all branding, but the NSA, the NSA is always spying and they're looking at me when I'm whacking off, dude. It's nothing like that. They can. The problem with, with, with spying is if they've identified a threat to their power directly, they can know everything you're doing and where you're going. Okay. Here's how to avoid that. Don't want to be a global elitist. Don't want to be the head of a human trafficking ring. Don't, nobody, and I mean nobody, in the elite ruling class 
is like, I need to know where Owen is all the time. He's about to mock Ben Shapiro and tell people not to be scared again. He's a real threat. They have real threats. Real threats. Don't get me wrong. There's, there's elite uh, systems in place to censor people like me, to starve my resources and stuff. But it's not like the risk versus reward of all those operations is so insane that if you spend a minute thinking about how all this stuff actually works, it's preposterous. I don't know. And then people get mad at me for not being scared. They're like, Big Bear, if you don't understand that with 5G, they can flip a switch and everybody dies, you, sir, are no better than a stupid piece of shit. Dude, I get abuse all the time. <laughs> I'm like, <sighs> they, they literally get mad that I don't take fear seriously. Even like every community, even like, like good-hearted conspiracy guys are like, Big Bear, if you don't see 5G as the game changer, I don't know who the fuck you are anymore. It's like, okay, so you get an injection of, th this is what their theory is, and I understand that it's plausible. You get an injection from a vaccine when you're a little kid, and then there's a dead virus in it, and then they flip on a switch of 5G, and it starts boiling your blood, and the vaccine is released. Do you know how hard it is to kill people? Does no one know how hard it is to kill people? To kill a bunch of gays, they had to get them go take AZT, which is basically like, like um, you know, de-icer for a car over and over and over and over. Do you know how hard poisoning someone to death is? Do you think, okay, yes, vaccines are harmful. They're, they weaken you. They, you don't want that stuff in your body, yada, yada, yada. Do you understand how hard it is to kill someone like this? Like if you're poisoning someone to death, I know I sound like a psychopath. I don't want this knowledge. I get it. It takes time. You have to poison someone over and over. They were trying to poison, um, who is the, the, the wizard type character with Tsar Nicholas II? Um, uh, he's got this crazy, uh, Rasputin. Do you know how hard it was to poison Rasputin? Like they were having Rasputin eat all these uh, cakes that was just laden with, laced with cyanide. Poison tastes. It's not easy to uh, hide cyanide, for example. But Big Bear, they have all these biologically. No, they don't, guys. Guys, there's nothing new under the sun. I'm sure they have stuff that we don't understand. Dude, we're given earth, wind, fire, water, ether. You know, like an average farmer understands how things, how like food and water and stuff works than a lot of chemists. A lot of them are literally just grant pigs. Just getting grant money. There isn't that much uh, out there that can do what you think it can. They, like in order to poison someone to death, in order to do this type of uh, genocide, you need to like keep injecting them with shit. Rasputin, yeah. Dude, poisoning people is not easy. You know, well water. And that's, that's why usually it's a... God, I hate that I'm teaching people genocide right now because... It's so dark, but like this will help you understand how it doesn't happen to you very often. Usually it's like five or six fronts, right? Like let's say um, they put heavy metals or some kind of poison in well water that's hard to taste and it's inert on its own or not well water, but some kind of water like mass water. That'll weaken one element of your immune system. And then they give you high fructose corn syrup or something, which uh, messes with your endocrine system. And then uh, something else, something else. And then eventually you'll die. It'll take decades off your life. There's very few things 
that just okay and and why do you think there's so many things that like just a little bit spread by the wind kills everybody because of hollywood movies uh like uh that one nicholas cage movie about uh you know alcatraz and if one thing breaks everybody dies total bullshit total bullshit wind is a vector is terrible terrible listen guys ruling the world is not easy okay Air as a vector is one of the worst ways to pour, uh, poison someone. Water's better. So you got fluoride that'll weaken someone a bit. And, and a lot of times they don't want to kill you. Just a little weaker. Just a little less, less jumpy. A little lower testosterone. Why? Less likely to overthrow. Less likely to freak out. I'm, I'm serious. It's that simple. And so if they want to do a, an actual like full genocide takedown like the AIDS brand, they need you to go in genuinely thinking week after week that you are curing yourself when you're injecting poison. You think that like a vaccine you took as a kid has just been lingering for 20 years, 30 years, and then with a certain type of radio wave, it just clicks on and then you die? No, that is absolutely not even close to real. You know, it's like this stuff fails all the time, all the time. That's why the vector is so important. And usually it's an animal. And that's why every single part of every one of these things requires you to engage in it which requires you to break commandments and to sin. That's why the book is so important. Because to do it to you is so difficult that they need you to engage in so many various activities like, like, uh, you know, like if someone's just banging a lot of animals, pretty easy uh, for that person to die. You know, if, if um, like hormone stuff for kids and stuff like that, those kids aren't going to have kids. Sounds like the vegan agenda to me. I give up on fluoride, like the coronavirus vaccine. Oh, the coronavirus vaccine, I believe, is the coronavirus. Don't mean to scare people, but like, that's always how this works. But I actually think that the coronavirus uh, spell could have a lot of different uh, purposes. But either way, nothing matters if you're not scared of nonsense. <sighs> Potato anus is the only thing really that's going to affect anybody. Potato anus. I think 5G is like global warming for smart people. You know, like when you see global warming, you just see how completely not set in reality those fears are. Those people completely think that global warming at any minute is going to completely take them. Dude, the people that are like that with 5G, and I know I'll get emails. I know people will say, but Big Bear, watch this video. But Big Bear, you don't understand. No, you don't understand because you don't possess the qualities that I do where I understand how to psychopathically rule the world. It makes zero sense. They can flip a switch, there's never a switch. You mean the switch for nuclear bombs that everyone told me? I was uh, uh, being negligent by telling people that there isn't some switch for a bomb? There's no switch. 5G is a plague because it allows you to have more internet access so you get scared of things like 5G and then accept poison. Is no one a... a uh, understand evil geniuses. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a good-hearted moral person with the skills of a third-world dictator. I didn't ask for this, but your 5G fear is so fucking stupid, I can't listen to it anymore. And if you think, like, if you just send me one more... But uh, Big Bear, if it, dude, all of the mythology around it, all the spells, all the narratives. Oh, I hear, you hear Israel doesn't have 5G. You hear Switzerland. Oh, the 5G tower just went up next to me, but it's, it's hidden by a bush. And then, guys, 
if you think not doing something to Israel is some sort of uh, tell, guys, Israel is one of the most plagued by spells regions in the entire world. Do you think that the ruling elite somehow are protecting Israelis? You are out of your mind. No, no, no. You're not out of your mind. You just don't understand how to rule the world. I get it. It's all good. But Big Bear, we all know that everybody's trying to protect Israel. Guys, Israel is under so many spells, you can't imagine it. If, if spells were STDs, Israel is Charlie Sheen. The amount of constant fear porn and false scarcity in Israel and mind and psyops, it's, it's not even, it's like, you can't imagine it. <laughs> and you don't understand any of this if you think that, that these ruling elites have a team. Their kids aren't their team. Their kids aren't protected by them. In fact, they're many times ritualistically murdered and raped into oblivion until they don't have a soul. Why on earth do you think they'd protect Israeli citizens? You don't understand how to rule the world as a psychopath. I get it. I'm not mad at you for it. It means maybe, I don't know. I don't know what it means. But just seriously, no more 5G fear. You sound like to me, I understand how people can fall for it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But 5G, it's a certain type of, listen, Big Bear, you don't, you, God damn it, Big Bear, you don't understand. These are the type of wave, uh, vibrations that even if it's far away, it'll still make your pubes fall out and, and everybody will, their diseases will finally be activated. You don't understand disease. You don't understand vibration. You don't understand how to rule the world and how that doesn't make any sense at all. The ruling mechanism is the media itself that you're consuming. So yes, 5G is a threat to you, just like Alex Jones is a threat to you, but it isn't what you think it is. It's that you can keep watching Alex Jones when you're in a subway. That's the threat. And if you don't see it, good for you that you don't possess the same knowledge of the ruling psychopathic elite that I'm burdened with. Um, Watchman Bear, thank you Watchman Bear, that was very generous. And if you wanna support, um, my bizarre mission in life to just let people understand how, <laughs> how evil operates but not bum people out. P.O. Box 727, Gig Harbor, Washington, 98335. You can send me some gravel for my babble. Uh, we have to have 5G to get to the moon again. Right. It's just, uh, I, I, I really, it's not right for me to be like shocked and appalled that people don't understand that. Don't feel bad if you sent me this gravy. I understand it's coming from a good place. I understand people have been so lied to that they think these things are on the table. And I understand that you're such a, you have such a good-hearted worldview and you don't understand social engineering to the point where you don't understand how dark it really is. But just, I'm telling you, and listen, and if I'm wrong, I, I couldn't have stopped it anyway. How's that sound? That way you can't just, in all caps, yell at me because somehow I'm not alerting people to a problem. The people alerting people to 5G are, are giving people a fear that they can't uh, do anything about. What, what are you gonna do? You're gonna, you're gonna knock it over with your truck? Come on, guys, come on. There's gotta be a way out of all this, right? And of course there is. That's what we do every day here. It's not as exciting as the Alex Jones show. I'll, I'll not have as much money or the audience won't spread virally because you wanna know how a viral stuff spreads? Fear. To get, to get a human being to get so engaged in something where they go, I have to show this to everybody I love. 
uh, the best way to do that is fear. Why don't I do that? But Big Bear, you're just not, you're not a smart businessman. You don't know that unless you give people a little of that fear gravy, they won't spread your video. I don't care. It's evil. And long term, I'm not here to get money. I, I need to support myself, obviously. So obviously keep laying on that gravy. But enough people get it where I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't need that. I don't want that. It, do, it isn't good for anybody. What would get me out of bed every morning and do a stream on DLive if it was for, like, money? Like, if it was for, like, oh, I'm going to get more clicks. Fear, fear? And maybe this helps you forgive the people doing it because it's just, it, it works better. You know, don't listen to it. It's up to you to choose against it. That's why these are all like sins and shit. <laughs> like you have to be like, you know what? I'm not just going to scare the hell out of all my friends and family. And, and you know how stupid um, uh, global warming fear is? You know, 10 years later, none of the predictions came true, but people are still just crazily scared. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Most of your super secret sneaky conspiracy stuff are like that except potato anus to someone like me. Okay? So just understand that. And no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sheltered from this because I, I know actually how it all works and I know how actually deadly things can really be. All right. Uh, we got your back. Bears are awesome. Yes. And we have such a good community here that I genuinely like coming every day. If I was fear-based, this would suck. I would get more money and more clicks, but the vibe in the chat, it would be, it would be drawing sinners. There's more demonic activity right now in the world than, than there has been in the past. You want, you want me to tell you something that's actually a little freaky? Some of my law enforcement friends are saying that they're seeing more and more like people just like in their homes, just like not, they're like just stabbing and screaming, kill me and stuff like full blown demon behavior. So if you want something to actually think about, um, I think some of this fear stuff and some of this degraded alchemical states of mind that people have gotten into um, can be extremely dangerous. Uh, so that's, that's something pretty freaky. If you want some actual, you can confirm only plant true seeds among friends and fam. Yeah, you, listen, you can alert people to, to things, but this is, okay, this is a, a functional way to figure out what to spread to people. If there's no possible way out for someone or nothing they can strive for or nothing and, and, and the knowledge will make them like not have a family or like get fatter or like sweaty or like, a, like don't spread it. You can alert people to something like, um, you know, fetal cells and a lot of food, you know, mercury and vaccines. I get it. I understand. Alerting people to that stuff will help them not take vaccines. will help them not eat food. If you're spreading something that's just mysterious and scary and there's and we all know there's nothing anyone can do it's it's a virus you can't like like some of the worst ones are the, like global warming is perfect because no one can do anything about it what are you, you going to not drive a car what are you going to just like uh, fight the the rising oceans it's a perfect virus because it keeps people in a constant state of fear because they can't work their way out you can alert people to rea harsh realities of life, but if there isn't a valid and honest and true road away from it, you're not helping your friends and family. You're in fact spreading an actual virus, a mind virus.
So that's just something to think about. All right. No solution equals field porn. Yeah, because there, in reality, there always is solutions. Always. In reality. If you have a fear that you want to show people with no way out, what you're doing is you're creating Stockholm Syndrome. You're creating a perpetual victim. You're creating someone that's scared of the outside world, which will make them easier to control. That's it. That's the point of it. And they're designed. These are designed. This virus was... Here's the irony, guys. Ah, I can't believe I know all this stuff. Some of the language is true. It's just not what people think it is. Like this, this virus was designed. This virus was, was designed in a laboratory. Yeah, the laboratory was wizards. It's not biologically designed. <laughs> There's a patent on this virus. Yeah, it's a brand. It's a brand of genocide. It's probably a patent on AIDS. There's no AIDS germ. You understand? These are mind weapons. It is, it is highly constructed in a lab. When someone's like, okay, so there's a dormant period. There's cold signs. How are we going to get the people to believe it? They don't trust the media. Okay, whistleblowers, you know, this video just came out. Make it grainy. Dude, it's constant. It's, it's how they're constructed. So when you see, like, scientists, like, working on a virus and all this, just, just notes of paper, right? Just, just flip that out. Flip the, flip the image out of, like, these deep underground Science, why do you even have those images? Hollywood. Sure, there's underground bunkers and military and stuff, but usually it's just your basic bombs and, and like maybe there's some, uh, some, some chemical gases and stuff, but you have to be pretty close to that stuff. Um, they're designing the mind weapon. And every element of it is socially engineered to do a task. It, like AIDS was perfect. You know, you have a dormant period with no signs. Uh, you don't, you know, the, you don't know when it's gonna click on. It's spread through sex in a community that has sex with a ton of strangers. So there's no possible way you can ever track it. Its origin story is so bizarre that people start creating their own theories. It was a monkey. I don't know. It was created by the uh, the government, dude. The people in charge aren't worried about people thinking the government's doing something. They want you to not know that it isn't real. The whole mind weapon is AIDS is real. But people died, Big Bear. Yes, they did. Of course they died. That's the whole point of the mind weapon. It's either to limit, um, to have people beg to limit their own rights. Beg. Take our guns, you know, uh, you know, quarantine us whenever you want, all that stuff. They, they can't do it to you or they would. Why wouldn't they? What's, what's keeping them back? They're just milking it? They're just waiting a few... <laughs> few decades just 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 they're gonna come for our guns but no they come for your guns by hoax shootings to make you beg to take your guns do you not <sighs> i don't i don't know why i know these things but it's so blatantly obvious to me i don't understand how it's not uh common knowledge global rome limits to growth bears know the cure for these fear porn mind viruses yeah but if you're t if you're scary about it if you're like it's a, the media, it has to be through joy, gratitude, and lack of fear. It has to be. There's no other way. Every other road leads to just another hell. God said images are bad for our AI. Um, yeah, you want to you wanna, you wanna kill like 100 million people? Invent the birth control pill. It's not, they're not into gore. 
It's not that they're just like, oh, I want to see him bleeding in the street and the blood. They just have a, an agenda and they carry it out. And it, the most effective, the better. And guys, these people are really good at this. It's like art for sick people. I get it. All right. Dear Owen, thanks so much for the amazing stream about the moon. I saw it like Amy. It looks almost like an organ. I work in the medical field and has the texture of peeling uh, skin, something, sunburned skin. Just a thought. Uh, I can't read your handwriting. I'm sorry. It kind of reminds me a bit like a lung. Just a thought. Oh, yeah. The, the, the structure of the inside of a areoli or alveoli or whatever of a lung looks a lot like a tree branch. Oh, speaking of vibrations, because I'm not going to do this much longer as far as uh, uh, teaching how fear porn works. I don't like it. I, I mean, I'm having a good time today, better than yesterday. But like, you know, <laughs> just this isn't like going to be the normal tone. Um, to, I'm getting my piano tuned today to 432 uh, hertz. So that's going to be exciting. I'm going to do a... Uh, I'm going to do a, um, a stream tonight at the piano. We'll see how that sounds. Vibrations are very important. God gave wisdom to those who seek it through him. Yeah, and I think he gives wisdom to people he knows can handle it. I think uh, this type of wisdom is, is tough to handle or it's tempting to use. It doesn't tempt me to use at all. Zip, because I know that path. Just horrifying. But it is, you know, it's, it, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend to be just always pumped when I'm not. It's like it can be a little dark because the good news is so obviously good that you can just not engage in it. But the thing that gets me a little down is just seeing people just over and over and over again, just like stab themselves, you know, and, and that it, it, that is a burden. I'm not... Like when I'm pumped and happy and all that, I, you can know it's real because I'm not going to pretend I am when I'm not. It's like, no, it's not fun knowing how the world is run. Like the deep inner realities of it. Because, uh, but it is also great to know how much control we actually have. But, you know, and here's the beauty of uh, actually following God's laws. Like, it's not up to me to save anybody. That allows me to be happy and grateful, which actually probably helps more people. Like, the burden isn't on me to save anybody. Like, it's out of my hands. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to save the world. That's another sin that leads people to endless stress, which oddly pushes people farther down lives. You understand why I'm so Christian? Some people seriously don't get it. They're like, Big Brother, I understand. Yeah, I believe in God and raised Christian. The Bible is very important to me. But good God, man, how can you not be scared of all this non-God-related stuff? Why do you not idolize this man in the lab coat? I mean, he truly is great. It's like, I'm like, that's why I, I'm so into uh, the Bible is because literally every friggin' thing I see is avoidable based on teachings that we've had for thousands of years. And people just are like, listen, Big Bear, as a Christian, you disgust me. You're no Christian. A real Christian would know that we have to, we have to strike down these people. I'm just like, eh, 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 eh. you can't even specifically quote out of context a ton of the Bible so that you can push your agenda. 
What kind of Christian are you, Big Bear? <laughs> um, please don't read on stream. No problem. That always makes me curious, though. Uh... All right, I'll read that after. But Big Bear, what kind of Christian doesn't get super scared about everything? What kind of Christian doesn't know that anyone who scares them deserves to be striked down violently? Big Bear, what kind of Christian doesn't know bending over for Israel is exactly why we're here? You know, Israel, the constructed landmass, not the uh, way it was described in the Bible. Big Bear, you haven't even read your Bible. Don't you know the reason to read the Bible is to take things out of context and skew them to fit your agenda based on fear? Good God, man, what kind of Christian are you? The kind of Christian that only fears God and avoids fear and, and uh, is really joyful and has a ton of children. Big Bear, you wouldn't have children if you knew what I knew about the fear coming. This is the end of the world, Big Bear. Jesus will be here soon. I know this because I'm a Christian. So what have I decided to do? No kids for me. I just got a ton of guns. And uh, man, these fucking grabbers are so fucking scary that I'm just going to, I'm going to stand my ground because that's what I, I'm like, you're literally in insane. <laughs> it's all these people. Okay. No man will know the hour. I will return like a thief in the night. I can't quote the Bible that well. And I still understand that all these things are so contradictory to the teachings of Jesus. Listen, Big Bear, if you understood just how disgusting this world is and how many enemies we have out there of flesh and blood, not in higher, uh, uh, not, you know, our enemies of flesh and blood, Big Bear. Don't you know that? What kind of Christian doesn't know that? What, you think it's some sort of principalities? I mean, Big Bear, you, you're acting like it's some sort of spiritual war about endurance and being fruitful and multiplying and stuff. A real Christian knows that our enemy is, is, is the Muslim people. Big Bear, have you not even read your Bible? I'm like, you're literally doing the opposite of everything in the Bible. Everything. But Big Bear, don't you know that our enemy is, is Islam? Don't you know that our enemy is, is people who, who think differently about the world? The enemy, and, and who could bring a child into this world with all these Muslims? And Jesus will return soon, and I'll kneel, I'll, I'll, every man will kneel, so we don't even have to worry about that shit. Why well, have a kid? I mean, come on, it, it's, it's the end of the world anyway. I mean, the darkness is here. It's, it's only a matter of minutes until the, you know, the four horsemen. I'm like, dude, you're not, stay away from me. Get off my property. Big Bear, you're, not, you're no Christian. You're no Christian. You, you, don't, you don't know how to twist the words of truth into whatever the hell fits your appetites and your appetite. And these are the people that literally are the ones making everyone not want to be Christian. <laughs> Why is Christianity failing? Back in my day, more people were Christian. Don't they know that we need an army? Because the end of the world is here. Why won't more people pick up arms and become Christians? Because that's not Christianity, you dumb... <sighs> Big Bear, don't you know? Don't you know anything, you stupid piece of shit? <laughs> don't you know that the end is here? Listen, I know the Bible says no man will know. I know the Bible says I'll return like a thief in the night, so I can't even possibly predict it. But one thing I can say is I've deduced that it's now, and they're bringing a child into this world, Big Bear. <laughs> Why won't anybody be Christian? Because um, if, if they think Christianity is what you're saying, um, it's, it's uh, the heart of madness and horrifying <laughs> big bear don't you know any anything I, I love it i love it 
Big Bear, listen to you talking about, about how Muslims aren't the enemy of Christianity. Have you not read the Bible? Human beings are the enemy. <laughs> I'll stop. All right. Dear Owen of House Bear, I'm writing this to you. Oh, just a little FYI. I'd say way more Muslims are actually following the Bible than Christians. Just Big Bear, that, annoy, that offends me. I'm going to spiral in all caps. Listen, yeah, I have no kids. I, I, uh, I don't fear God. I whack off constantly. I, you know, I sent all my money to Ben Shapiro, but good, good God damn it, Big Bear, they're Muslims. Yes, they have like eight kids and are constantly praying and, uh, you know, fasting and fearing God and everything, and they're real mellow. And ironically, uh, you know, in reality, uh, jihad is, is a, a battle with oneself. But, you know, if you can't trust the, me the, the media, what can you trust? Big Bear, you are no Christian. I'm the Christian. I know that it's the Muslims. And I, I, I'm just going to keep whacking off. It's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> like Christianity isn't just saying you're Christian and then saying Bible verses so that you can keep whacking off. You know that, right? Dear Owen of House Bear, I'm writing you this letter from Northern Midwest as I recently converted, a recently converted man in the spirit of Duterte. As far as those types of conversations go, oh, you want to know why Duterte can have people taken out, like have like uh, drug dealers and stuff taken out? Because the entire population's into it. You know, people are like, but Big Bear, look at Duterte. You know, you're saying there's no hit squads and, and, and uh, sort of the globe. Uh, yeah, you can have a hit squad like Duterte has when you're taking out uh, uh, criminal elements that the entire population hates. Why? Because you can have moral type people involved in that. Hit squads don't work when you're, um, when the power structure, when the people you're ruling over uh, don't despise, you guys understand, I get it, I know, I understand, I get it, this is weird knowledge to have. This letter has been a few years in the making now, but I am glad that it is financially finding its way to paper and Lord willing to you as well. Yeah, like Duterte isn't like doing population control when he's whacking some like drug traffickers. You understand, that's actually what leaders could could do because it's there's a there's a morality in that you know I granted you know I the the punishment should fit the crime I understand that, that that's a little extreme but it's much different like so many others who enjoy your streams I have been greatly inspired by the seemingly endless rivers of piping hot gravy that you so graciously ladle nearly every day and perhaps even more so am I inspired by your principles and the virtues of truth and manhood to which you constantly espouse and consistently uphold by your good works I'm reading through the New Testament recently and I came upon some gravy of my own that I thought you might find interesting. In the book of John, chapter 16, verse 12, it states, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, then he, the spirit of truth, has come. He will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. After reading that, I was instantly struck with the thought of you and the bears and all the fellow truth seekers that I've come to know and follow since learning about them, either through yours or others' work. It dawned on me that we really are weaving a strong network of truth sayers now, all of us bound together by purpose, each of us stripes on a flag that has been unfurled to the world, beckoning to those who have eyes to see to come and follow in our speaking and representing the truth. Yeah, and the reason it's because it has nothing to do with us. The bears are not creating the truth. The truth is the bears are the best we can possibly be is um, a good, great place to hang and ladle gravy. You know, we are like the message is 
Art has been here for a long time. Living it is the path. That's why it's so easy to spot nonsense in people that need to be banned. It's like, if someone's like, mount up bears, we're, no, no. That, that, like the reason it's spreading is because it's a better alternative to the hellish reality they're trying to enforce on us. Bears are like, we're doing it right. I, I hate to, you know, toot our own horn here, but the knowledge, the like understanding, like how to live better, uh, understanding what are lies, what aren't lies, understanding faith better, understanding the detachment from the emotional reactions that are plaguing us. That's what makes it valuable. And it doesn't begin and end with any certain group. It just is. And that's why it's great. And fear porn is a poison to any community. And that's why anybody that pops in here and is just like, how dare you? It's just get out. You know, like uh, just real quick. I don't know if I discussed this yesterday already, but I was talking last night in the chat. Like I was talking about the Muslim boogeyman spell. And of course, a commenter out of Germany pops in. Big Bear, I love your stream and everything, but you frankly don't understand the Muslim menace. They can't possibly, Islam can't possibly uh, uh, coincide with the Germany. And it just kept going on and on. If these Muslims, Muslim, Muslim, I go, the spell worked on you better than, than I can possibly imagine because every time you say Muslim, you don't think about financial, uh, uh, financial systems of migration. And by the way, the people that you're describing, whenever people are like, oh, they're rapists and, and all that. That isn't Islam. What that is are migrants, migrants brought into your country, which is a problem, not caused by the teachings of Muhammad, peace be upon him. Yeah, I'll say that just to trigger you, even though, you know, peace be upon him. Good times. It has zero to do with Islam. It is a category error. It is a brand that's brilliantly crafted to keep your eyes off of the reality of the situation, which is migration itself because of a debt-based financial system and Ponzi schemes that need to be upheld and breaking uh, homogeny in a nation to make them easier to control. Not one bit has to do with Mohammed, peace be upon him, or Islam. Not one bit. And the people doing some things that you find so horrifying, but big bear, these Muslim grooming gangs, you're not allowed to be in a grooming gang if you're a, an actual Muslim who follows the Quran. Big bear, what are you, Muslim? Not? No, you're stupid. You're a stupid, and I'm not mad. I'm not mad that you don't see patterns. The people that, that react like, you don't understand Germany right now with the Muslim, you're the most under the spell. You, not me. Because you're still saying Muslim. It has nothing to do with Islam. Do you think that the, in the teachings of the Quran, they say, you know, what you need to do is you need to go to Germany and uh, just start raping people and stuff. Like, leave your homeland. Dude, actual followers of Islam are some of the most peaceful people in the world. How dare you being there? How dare you? I know people in the service. And they were all, yeah, yeah. You dealt with enemy combatants in an extremely hostile situation, many of which are not actually practicing Islam. Yeah. Yeah, and when you're in a, 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 a bomby, stabby, shooty situation, you will see horror on all sides. That has nothing to do with the Quran. Nothing. Zip. And the more you think it does, you think, you're, you think you're helping. I understand how people are hijacked. You think you're speaking truth to help the kids in your country. I've fallen for the same thing. The entire spell is that you don't see why they're there. And how Islam isn't the divider. 
It's the type of person they've pumped into your country. Huh? What I found particularly interesting with that passage was that with the capitalization of the pronouns, it seems to suggest that Jesus was representing the spirit of truth with the same reverence as God the Father and the Holy Spirit, and that it may very well be one on both of them, yet seem nonetheless important enough to Christ to be worth mentioning specifically as the spirit of truth. Oh, this one's long. I'll read the rest after. I'm going to see if you need to be verified. Anyway, I just want to share that with you. After reading all this, it was truly, and oh, I'll just, I'll read a little more. Thinking about all of this caused me to see truth itself as some sort of unalterable matrix. Yes, you can't mess with truth. You can't bend it. There's no spell that can bend truth. We see it, BB, still want them out. Right, but them isn't, okay, just don't ever, do, hey, I'll, the, the tuner's coming soon, right? Oh, yeah, I'll do the alpacas. Um, yeah, I got to go. But, okay, Denmark Bridge is real fast. Uh, every time you use the brand Muslim, it's, it's less likely they'll ever leave. Just to let you know that, like, it's not me that doesn't understand. Every time you even say the word Muslim, yeah, we understand, Big Bear, but the Muslims, it's a brand like AIDS, okay? I, I get you don't understand all of it. I get that this is unique. I understand. I'm not the one who doesn't understand. Every single time you use that brand, they're less likely to stop coming because it has nothing to do with that. And that's a nonsense way of making people not be able to protect themselves. All right. Uh, P.O. Box 727, Gig Harbor, Washington, 9335. Uh, unbearablesmerchandise.com, unauthorized.tv. Uh, be fruitful, multiply, you know the rest. I love you guys. See you guys soon. Tomorrow will be less intense. Much love.